0: The autumn wind is a pirate.
1: Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast, and I am your host, Raider Greg. We've got a whole lot of stuff going down here in the coaching ranks, so let me get started right now on show 224! Yeah, yeah, old town. That's right, Raider Nation, big changes, (laughs) big changes. And when I start talking, you're going to realize it if you haven't already. So we'll hit today's show of the day. First story of the day will be, we are in no hurry. That's right. (laughs) We're in no hurry to look for a head coach. Some people don't care. Some people think that's the way it is. I, for one, think urgency is of the utmost importance for several reasons. But we're going to hit on that. There's a whole lot to do with a whole lot that's going on lately. And our next story will be, will they stay or will they go now? Once again, the Oakland Raiders. Rumor be moving right back to Los Angeles. And I know you fans in L.A. are smiling. Knock it off. These are the Oakland Raiders. We want to keep them right here. And of course, we'll hit the bone line. And that will be the end of that. Okay, so without further ado, I can't wait to hit this story. We're in no hurry to hire. The head coach. Thank you, you douchebag, John Herrera. And
0: not a lot of it wasn't about the body, just stacked up, the money you racked up, and when it came to standing your ground, you never backed up. Another day, another episode, when dudes got bored. Another story, another story to be told to the young bucks. The future hood is coming up. Showed on the ropes these days, they paid the open, fools are running up. Keeping in mind, whenever they out to grind, keep an eye on it. Me one well, time. Cause they'll be making you get your bail on instead of getting your mail on. So skip the cash, but we got a dash, so we can stay in pocket another day. And ask the Lord to bless the homies who hit and those who passed away. Cause there's really no winning this game. I'm hype in the out of ten. I said,
1: At the end of the season, with the Raider fans being <laughs> just jacked up with the victory, actually two in a row, a two-game winning streak. The euphoria was palpable in the entire Ritter Nation. Positive thinking, thinking maybe changes on the way. We all were holding our breath and just hoping for the best. Now, Mangini's fired, Shanahan's fired. Many, many coaches are let go on Black Monday and after. But you got to look at this. How come we haven't hired or at least interviewed coaches? Some might say there are eight teams left in the playoffs, and that might be where we want to get our guy. Well, I say this. There's 24 teams, people. 24 teams with coaches capable of coaching a professional football team. And let's see how many we interviewed. Two? Oh, no. One was a rumor. (laughs) Mangini, he's going to the Browns. That's pretty much a done deal. Brian Billick's been heavily, heavily favored for the job with the Jets, and Shanahan, he might take a year off or so. And speaking of Shanahan, the owner of the Broncos has interviewed three prospective good coaches already in this coaching search. Hmm. Once again, Raider Nation is stuck with I-don't-knows and innuendos, rumor-monger accusations, on and on. The drama never seems to stop. Rob Ryan's leaving. Yep, he's done. He's out of here to the Browns. I think he's going to work for Mangini. Now, we lost Coach Rathman, our our running back coach, to the 49ers. That's what lack of decision-making will do for you. You will lose good coaches, Al. And that was tragic, and that was because of a lack of ability to make decisions. That's going to kill us. He's become the offensive coordinator for the Niners. And Greg Knapp, he's gone. Greg Knapp's going up north to the Great North to the Seattle Seabirds, the Sea Chickens, and he's going to work up there with Jim Mora Jr. So what have we done? <laughs> what have we done? What have we done as a team? Well, there's a nasty story about the Raiders leaving to Los Angeles. I'll save that one for later. That's what we've done. We've concentrated on crap like that. But as far as offensive coordinators or hiring new coaches or defensive coaches, We have huge holes in our doggone team that cannot wait for at least the opportunity to interview a vast number of people to find the best person. Come on, people. It's not rocket science here. The Raiders deny that the the 90-minute phone call conversation to Gilbride, the offensive coordinator of the Giants, was an interview. That's some bullshit for sure. Now, there's a name out there, the wide receiver coach for the Falcons, Terry Robisky. And if you don't remember, Terry Robisky strolled the sidelines of the Oakland Raiders when they were the LA Raiders, and he was involved with quite a few AFC championship games and 12 years with the Oakland Raiders. He has experience with Al, and he actually worked well along Tom Walsh and Art Shell, if you can believe that. I don't want to bring those two names up, but this is where this guy came from. Now, he hasn't fallen off the coaching tree, but he still is just a wide receivers coach for the Atlanta Falcons. And I don't know if that's a good enough job or if Al wants to bring him in as head coach or offensive coordinator. I don't know. Because in Oakland Raiderland, You don't know what the hell's going on because the coaches aren't allowed to pick their staff. The defensive coordinator comes out of somewhere else, and then we have some kind of hodgepodge, uh, you know, quilted blanket worth of coaches. And hopefully they'll get along. I've always thought it was a mistake, but that's the way Mr. D likes to roll. And for the past six seasons, it's been not a good roll. It's been a toilet roll, if you know what I'm talking about. Unbelievable. With all the professional talent and coaching across the NFL, 24 teams. Teams like the Cowboys. Teams like the Buccaneers that were successful. The Saints. I mean, the list goes on and on, people, and we're Gilbride and another one Jago Diz. Dazinski <laughs> are open to a job. He was fired as the Boston College head coach and coach for for taking interviews in the NFL. But a bing boy he must have been real valuable to college. He might be our next offensive coordinator, folks. Twenty four teams. Think about it. Those who defend Al for taking his time. Think about what you speak. Think about it. Do we not need a talented defensive coordinator, someone that has a history of winning, someone on a winning team, someone who's done something? Is there not anyone in the league that at least deserves an interview in these 24 teams? That, I say, is tragic for the Raiders once again. Parcells, Holmgren. Has there been any attempt to get either of these guys to come in and say, hey, just take this team and make it successful? I'll sit back in the Bahamas and watch it on a 70-inch flat screen. The lack of urgency in coaching picks is killing us. It's killed us every doggone year. Every year. The Browns have made a decision on Mangini. The Jets are very close to making a decision on Billick both of which have been available for interview, both of which have not been contacted by Al Davis. And I know Shanahan will never come here, but Billick would have been an excellent choice, and it was batted around here before on the boards. I'm still pissed about Tom Rathman, man. I'm so pissed. What a champion. Now, I don't know how well he'll do at offensive coordinator. I don't know. But I know he did a great job with the running game here in Oakland. And I'm going to tell you, the same thing's going to happen with Cable. He finally did get some type of preliminary interview. This is how the Raiders do their shit. It pisses me off, man. This is a fan talking, man. I want to know what's going on with my fucking team. Excuse my language. But please, man, tell us the truth. We had an interview with Tom Cable, and the decision's still not made yet. No, we had a preliminary interview teasing interview with him we've not talked to any of the other coaches that are in there hanging by their fingernails on a job that they're not sure they're going to have now i'm not singing the blues for these guys because that's the profession they chose but please al it seems like he's making it as painful as possible and i just think that's some bullshit we better get on with the business of finding people to run this team al because Potna, you ain't doing it and it's been six years of buffoonery, and I'm just pissed off about it. Okay? Okay. <laughs> we did win our last two games. There is a possibility we have a good team. We have a great team. We have a lot of good young players. I mean, everybody. Jamani all the way down the line. McFadden. I mean, Bush. Michael Bush. You know, Fargus. Samoa, if we keep him. Leckler is probably gone. There's big changes happening right now with the Raiders organization, and it just seems to be we're a boat without a rudder. We got an engine, but we just don't have a direction. And we're going around in circles and not making decisions in a timely manner. Let me tell you, Al Davis and the cronies that surround him have had months to figure out what coaches would be good to target at these positions that we're pretty damn sure are going to be available here come January. Tell me, <laughs> because if it was my team, I would have had every coach that I had the possibility of interviewing would have been marked on a board on the coaching search program. Now, I'm a fireman way out here in Northern California, and I'm not a pro football player. I never was a pro football player. I'm a fanatic. I love the game. I love the sport. And I love the Raiders. And it just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I don't get it. But do we ever get it? No. We only get John Herrera and Mike Taylor. Now, that's some bullshit. <laughs> and that's the end of that article. I ain't talking no more. <laughs> And then, of course, as a Raider fan, you have to expect these things. Our next story will be, of course, will they stay or will they go now? (laughs)
0: Should I stay or should I go now? Should I stay?
1: Once again, rumor mongering and bad journalism accusations fly like mud pies in a late 30s black and white comedy. It's incredible how the Raiders can be so vicious to defend their their turf when accusations are poised a little close to the truth. I've told you before about the Raiders not telling the truth of John Herrera and the whole letter debacle with Kawakami was just a perfect insight to how dysfunctional those upper executives really are. So I digress. So we go back to the rumor that that Chris Mortensen of ESPN said that there is an owner of a, a multi-billion-dollar company, the Metropolis Foundation or Metropolis Group. I guess that sounds pretty sinister. Sounds like we got a call for Batman. Has offered to pay Al all the money to get control of the team in a five-year period and then move it after five seasons back to Los Angeles where this met- Metropolitan corporation resides. <laughs> there's the rumor. Now, there's no, there's no doubt and there's no doubt in my mind that the Raiders have been trying to sell some of the team because they had to buy some of it when one of the original owners of the Oakland Raiders passed away causing his wife to force Al to buy her shares. So Al had to come out of pocket and pay all the money for that. So he sold 20% of a team to three businessmen in the East, not to be mentioned. And that's how he got D'Angelo Hall and Javon Walker. Bada-bing! So now Al is trying to sell some more of the team, 10%, to come up with some more scratch to maybe pay some more guys that I hope somebody else has a decision to make, who we get please. Pac-Man Jones. Jones is available because the Cowboys cut him, but please, Al, don't do it. I could go do down a long list of people I don't want you to, to pick up, please. And he's one of them. He's first on the list. Anyways, I digress. This multi-billionaire is supposed to buy 10% of the team and in five seasons be forced to pay a remainder of the controlling interest in the team, and then move it to L.A.? Well, I say, that freaks everybody out because of what happened the last time. Okay? The the Raiders are staunchly denying this story, which really worries me more, really, than anything else. But what can you do? You can't do much about it. You can either believe it or not, but it's really kind of strangely consequential. And this is all my thought, people. I mean, this is my conjecture. This is what I'm taking out of that stupid story is, Roger Goodell just came here in the last game. He was here during the Falcons game, and it was a mystery. He was invited by Amy Trask. Well, it's funny that he gets invited for this thing, and you know there's got to be some talking, like I said before on the other show. Well, maybe the talking was about moving the Raiders back to L.A. Strictly speculation on my part, but it sure seems funny that Goodell was here, and he is. speculating. Spoken more than once on an occasion that he wants another professional franchise in the Los Angeles market. And I would not be surprised if he put the the thumbs up to the move for the Raiders to move to Los Angeles. We will never know the details of any contract, of course, with the Raiders. And we just have to have faith that, that the right thing is going to happen. They're going to stay here in Oakland. But I'll tell you this. It sure is. With all the times that they've lied, two weeks before Shell was dismissed from the Raiders, the press and the journalist was were a, a disgrace to journalism to report such stories, and two weeks later, he is fired. <laughs> the outrageous accusation that Al Davis and Lane Kiffin are having difficulties in communication is absolutely ridiculous. And rumor mongering at the very least. Three months later, Lane Kiffin was fired <laughs> for cause. So I'm just saying, John Herrera, oh man, you know how I think about you, Pata. And Mike Taylor, his brother, are running the nut house. And, you know, we'll just have to have the most positive thoughts and prayers and send your loving letters and anything else that you want to do. Please get it on in there because
0: <laughs> uh,
1: we need a general manager to come and fix us. But it's too late. You guys think it's, you know, they got plenty of time. <sighs> too many positions need to be replaced in a short span of time. That can only happen... I mean, at the very end of this previous season, that's when you got to handle a, handle a general manager job and get them prepared, and then move them right in. Well, that's all I got to say about that. I hope they stay. They are the Oakland Raiders. The world knows them as the Oakland Raiders. I know them as the Oakland Raiders, and that's where they started, and that's where they should stay, as Oakland. Raiders, considering the investment that the community has put into this team and this stadium, it would be yet a huge disappointment to everybody that's concerned that's still paying for the bonds for this for the stadium retrofit and the luxury boxes that he wanted. It would be a shame to see him go. I hope it doesn't happen. And let's got a 50 50 chance that it won't. It's good. As soon as I start hearing some negotiations about contracts with the Alameda, Oakland Alameda Coliseum, I'll feel a whole lot better. I'm listening for those. I'm looking real hard to find them. Let's hope they start up soon. And that is that. Let's hit the boat line. Side the 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. Throw me a bone. That's like right. all you guys out there on the couch watching teams you don't give a shit about, but it's football, and I understand that for sure, my brothers and sisters. <laughs> I'm telling you, even though we sucked, football's over. I knew it. Last game I was out in the park lot. that, I was going, damn, we're done. you got to wait all summer. <laughs> what a trip. Okay. So let's hit the bone line and get on it right now. Who is the first caller of the show? We have Young Raider out in Ravens country. Those guys are brutal. Hit it, brother. Hey,
2: what's up, Raider Nation? It's Young Raider here out in Ravens country doing my thing, representing the Raider Nation. Just want to say that's a great win over Tampa Bay. Jamarcus had a solid game. I like the heart that he brought to the game after he threw his intercep- interception. Let us right back down to a touchdown. I like what I see from Michael Bush. Hey, you never know. Three-headed monster might be back next year. Uh, great game over Tampa Bay. Love to be the spoiler again. But this just in, Raider Nation. Mike Shanahan fired. This is really the focus of my call. Uh, As a young Raider fan, ain't been alive but two decades, but I love my Raiders and I hate my Denver Broncos. One thing my father taught me to do was to hate Denver. So the firing of Mike Shanahan is something I absolutely love. Let me know what you think, Raider Nation. Let me know what you think. Holla.
1: Yeah, man, that was a great win. Great win indeed. And the three-headed monster could be a reality. We just have to get a coach to use him. So, yeah, man, I'll tell you what. Shanna Rat is dead. Ding dong, the Wicked Witch. (laughs) I didn't say anything on the story about it. I should have because it is a major thing, too. The Rat is dead. Shanna Rat fired in a tearful ceremony of exodus out of uh, Mile. I got to get high stadium. You got to love that guy. I hope whoever they hire is not even tenth the goodest coach because <laughs> that was great. Now they got Norvell Turner, and who knows who's going to be over there in Shannarad's place. The AFC West is looking real good, really good. And if we play to win the game, stays there too. We got a great chance of taking this division next year. So, great phone call. Thanks for reminding me of that because it's a huge thing. It's a huge thing for us in the FC West, man. We got rid of Marty Schottenheimer and now Shanna Rat. Two awesome coaches used to kill us. Looking better, Raider Nation. You know. Okay, who's next on the line? We have Raider Kevin from Niagara Falls. Hit it, my brother. <laughs>
3: What up Raider Nation, this is Raider Kevin, caller from the lovely Niagara Falls and well I got a lot to say so I don't even know where to begin, so let's just kick what I gotta say. Uh number one gotta say big ups and congratulations to the Raiders for ending the season on a positive note. Uh just when you think that beating Denver in Denver and fucking up the playoff opportunities, uh there can't be a bigger high. Fucking up Johnny Gruden in the Tampa Bay fucking ears in their stadium to fuck up their playoff opportunities is even a bigger, bigger, bigger big ups than than beating the Broncos. So, yeah, got to say big ups to the Raiders for the season on a positive note. But uh, with all that positivity being said, I do have some negativity to kick in. Uh, First bit is uh, whoever is wearing number 81 on the silver and black, dog, you need to take that shit off. Number 81 belongs to a legend, my idol, Timmy B, Mr. Open Raider himself. And for some rookie who wasn't even a top draft pick to come in and be wearing number 81, that shit is just absolutely insulting to me. I know how Davis is a cheap bastard and he doesn't like the retired numbers and shit like that, but fuck that. You do not put 81 on a scrub. You put 81 on somebody that's going to be somebody. So with that said... A chile, whatever the fuck his name is, yeah, big upsteed. You caught a touchdown in the last few games or whatnot, but on some real shit. Take 81 off, get yourself a rookie number, and let that shit be. On some coaching news, I'm hearing thoughts that the Raiders might be interested in Kevin Gilbride. Me being from Niagara Falls and having to deal with the Buffalo Bills, mm-hmm. I remember Kevin, Bilbride, Kevin Gilbride is the offensive coordinator. And I'll tell you firsthand, you don't want that shit. So hopefully, you talking to Kevin Gilbride or interested in Kevin Gilbride. Fuck that, look another way. And speaking of looking another way, fresh off the press, Coach Mike Shannon of the Denver Broncos <laughs> just got gagged. I can't believe it, but uh, he just got gagged. If Al Davis were smart, and we'll see how this goes, you know, Al Davis, you know, swallowed his pride a little bit, made ends with our Shell to get him back to coach a season. If Davis were smart, he would go ahead and get down on his knees and suck that dick up like Shanahan and go ahead and get Shanahan back to coach the Raiders. You know, I, I'm sorry. I think he's a good fit. Other people may not like it, but I think Shanahan is a good is a good fit for the Raiders. And, uh, you know, I think that's the team to talk about. If Shanahan goes ahead and he, he takes over the Raiders organization again. So, Al, give Mike what he wants. He's a proven coach. He's a smart guy. I think he can come here. He can do a lot for the team. You know, go ahead and be that, uh, be the remorseful boyfriend and, you know, do whatever you got to do to make amends with Mike Shanahan, see if he can't fuck his ass back into coaching the Raiders. Other than that, I don't know who else is up there. So, with that being said, Raider Nation, I'm done. Big ups to the Yoko Raiders for finishing the season on a positive note. And, uh, see yourself with the draft and see what we can't do for next season. So, uh... You'll be hearing from me the next time I feel like saying shit. That's
1: it. I'm out. Well, I understand. Yes, we had a good game. It was good to take. <laughs> that's right. It was good to take Chucky out of the playoffs. The fans were deflated. It was beautiful. The spoiler is nice. And number eighty one is Chaz Shillings, man. He's got a touchdown in every game he's played in last two games. Um so I I I would just let him have that number till he became a loser. I think it's working for him right now, and the last thing I want to do with that guy is change anything. Keep him going. Hell, who knows? Maybe he could turn in another Timmy Brown. I understand your frustration there, Patna, but he, the guy's working hard. Maybe it's the the karma Sutra of the number that's working him. If that's what the case is, let the man wear the number because he's doing a great job, and we want some more of that. As far as the Shanarat being a coach in Oakland, I agree with you 100%. But the mere fact that you even put his name anywhere on the Alameda property would drive Mr. Davis into a convulsive seizure that would never end. Forget it. There's no way that Al Davis is going to do anything with Shanahan but send him a letter that says, Well, looks like you're done. Nice talking to you. (laughs) signed Mr. Al Davis and the Raider Nation. That's the only way that's going to happen, partner. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate you listening to the show. Keep calling, man. I like your takes. They're very good. All right. Who's next on the bone line? We have Dice Q on the line. Hey, Greg. Dice Q having a great
3: week. We beat Chucky and knock him out the playoffs. Eric Mangina, unemployed, Shadowrot Egg makes it a triple for the weekend. I even hit my Yahoo pool this week. woo let's go, Raiders. Looking forward to 2009. We need to extend cable, hire GM, and move forward. I uh, hope to see you. We uh, we got the
1: schedule next year, and uh, hopefully a trip to Pittsburgh or Cleveland be in the cards. Yeah, good thing, man. We got the trifecta of coach off-fires, that's for sure. Mangina, yeah, he's gone, and Shanerat's gone. And, well, if you look where we are right now, we got some issues ourselves. So thanks for the phone call. Keep calling in, man. I'm glad you had a great week. Let's hope the Raiders can have a great week and get some good coaches in here. You know what I'm saying. All right, who's next? We got Raider Jason. Short and sweet. (laughs) Hit it, partner. (laughs)
2: Raider Jason from California. Got one thing to say. The fucking rat is gone.
1: The rat is dead. I love it, man. The rat is dead with his rat face smile and his rat face. I love it. We have the Western New York Raider. What you got to say, partner?
4: Hey, Raider Craig. Love your work there on the podcast. This is Western New York Raider calling in with a couple points, and I'm going to give the lines back to my Raider brethren. A couple points to mention here. We have to keep Tom Cable as our coach. That way, keeping him there provides consistency through the next season, perhaps even two, if Al Davis decides to sign him to a two-year contract. With that two-year contract, who knows? Maybe that job, if he provides a nice system to win, that might be more appealing to other coaches, such as a Bill Cow or who knows, even Mike Shanahan. Can you imagine that? Anyways, you got to look at the guy and say he did. He was able to take a wreck of a season, you know, whatever was left of Kiffin's playbook, and put together a decent little system there. So maybe one full year with his own staff and his own defensive coordinator and a, and a system that he can put into place without the meddling Val Davis. Who knows? This team might go 8-8. Eight and eight. The second point is the fact that we, as Raider Nation fans, have to realize that we're going to lose most likely either Shane Lector or Namdi, or both. That's a realization that I think we all have to come to terms with. The only way we can get something out of this is by giving those guys exclusive rights to them. Apply that exclusive rights tag to them. That way they go out and shop. We find their worth. Then we can maybe find a contract and match that. At least we know how much they're worth and what we can sign them to. If we do lose them, to say. I don't know, a team who's willing to give up a couple first round draft choices like New England or, God forbid, San Diego. At least we get a couple first rounders out of it. That way we can build a team out of that. <clears throat> you know, there's great players in the draft. I you know this Jenkins from Ohio State. He'd be a nice little fill in right away for us. So there are options for us for the future with NAMDI. The other guy, Shane Lecter, we can let him go too. Once again, do we really need a punter if we have a scoring offense? That's the question we have to come up with. Also, by letting that happen, we do free money up for our, our free agent pursuits, such as signing Chris Johnson to a little long-term contract that Cat has made it work. We also got Stanford Rout that we should bring back as a nickel guy. We also can have money for defensive linemen or defensive end, offensive tackles, because guess what? A good pass rush, knocking the quarterback on his ass, you can have your grandma out there covering that man. As long as that quarterback ain't getting off that pass, we got ourselves pass coverage. So with those notes, hopefully the Raiders <laughs> listen to this and uh, maybe do some wise off-season uh, transitions for the 2009. Happy New Year, Raider brother, and uh, take care, guys.
1: All oh, you guys was Shanahan. You guys want Shanahan to come coach here? Oh, man, I would too. He's a great coach. There's no way that this <laughs> – there's too much ego too much all the way around. There's There's no way either one of these guys – ever shakes their hand. <laughs> but it's a nice concept. and I do think we're gonna lose either either Leckler or Namdi that's right one or the other because they're gonna franchise tag one of them and it'll probably be the defensive back. They'll tell me we don't need this kicker man. I don't care about your defense. Field position is a major component in this game. that's why good kickers don't leave teams. That's why we should keep this kicker and keep him happy. I'm telling you, Shane Leckler is the man, and Jankowski has done a great job for us too. So I I don't know. And as far as I'm concerned, we do have a good young team. We should definitely sign some of these guys uh, to some Chris Johnson for sure, long-term contract. Um, A lot of these guys have an opportunity to really blossom this year. Um, there'll be no cap next year. So there's a whole lot that could go on here for the Raiders. Let's just hope that we got enough money. I know we have enough cap room. We got enough cap room with what we've done so far. We just need to see where we're going. And that's what we're going to do. See where the coach is going. Cause that's going to determine a whole lot about who we draft. We do need some nasty defensive linemen because that does take a lot of pressure off the secondary. We'll have to see. Depends on who is doing the drafting, my friend. And that's it. All right, Raider fans, this is the Raider Nation podcast. And I'm telling you, thank you so much for all the fans that have contributed through PayPal to help us out, make this show happen. Randy and I want to thank you very, very much because I'm telling you, the costs are there. And I don't beg for money unless, of course, we get a huge bill. Then I'm definitely begging to you guys for some help. But all of you that are helping and all of you that can help, that is a great, great thing. And we appreciate it very much. And, you know, I'm not going to put it towards my Learjet. That's pretty funny. That's very funny. (laughs) But we appreciate you guys doing it and helping us because we love doing this. And it's really tough to do right now. (laughs) Uh, but you guys need it an out. And guess what? So do I. And that's what this show is all about. Oh, huh, Randy? That's right. Well, thank you all for listening to the Raider Nation podcast. I hope we can make it through the offseason. You know it's going to be a mo all the way through. <laughs> Fishing is the only thing that helps me out, partners. This is Raider Greg, and I am out.